So, we are talking to Karen Rockman. Hey, K-Rock. Hello, how are you going? This is uh, interesting, isn't it, to actually sit here? It'd probably be awkward to start off with. Yes. We work together in inclusion support. So, how long how long have you been actually doing like work in inclusion support? Oh, um, five years here, at seven years. Seven years. And what was it like? Can you remember when you started doing it? Oh, scary. Yeah. Yeah, it was really scary. Yeah. Because I moved from English to uh, what they called foundations at Dixon right. College. Um, so they had learning support unit, a learning support centre. Yeah. And then inclusion support students. Yeah, I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same yeah. experience I had. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Did and did you did you apply for it or is it like what normally happens at school where someone just says, "Hey, do you want to do this?" I actually did something I'd never done before. Right. So I'd been teaching English for five years at Dixon. Yeah. And I was a bit bored. Bored. Right. Um. And I there was a job going at another college and I went and spoke to the principal and it looked like that would be a good one to apply for. But right. then I went to the principal at Dixon and said, "I'm thinking I need a change." Right. I don't know whether I need to change schools or, but what can you offer me to keep me? Yeah. <laughs> Which I've never done before. And she said, what about disability? Yeah. So that's how I got into right. it. Right. So yeah. someone was leaving, right. had a transfer. So then they were like, oh, you could do that. That's always nice, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I had the, a similar experience. I got a, was the Easter holidays, I guess three years ago now. Yeah. And I was, we were driving up the coast and my phone rang from the, it was the deputy and Justine, I was driving, Justine said, oh, it's the, it's the deputy. And I said, oh, no, either I'm in trouble or I'm going to be offered a job. And he said, oh, you know, so-and-so's leaving and she's leaving. That's right. Uh, and we need someone to take her role. And uh, you don't have to answer right away. And I said, look, I'm driving at the moment. or I'm driving up the coast. So can you give me, I'll call you back later this afternoon. He was like, sure. I got off the phone and I was like, I don't know which Ange. Like he said, Ange. We work with two Anges. Oh no! One of them works in the library, yeah, and the other one worked in inclusion support. So I legitimately went, "Oh, I don't know." I said to my wife, "I don't know what he's offering me, so I'm not sure." <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's hard at first, isn't it? When you you don't. I mean, it's like a lot of stuff. It's you know the cliche of "fake it till you make it." Oh, I still remember my first. So I started. Like, I got the position at the end of the year. So I started right. with the New Year 11s in the LSU with my um, SLC. Yeah. And she had said to me, just prepare something fun. You know, it's the first day, it's the orientation day. And I'm like, oh, okay. So we went into the room. There were about seven or eight, only eight students. At the, and I, she did her little bit. And then I was going to do the fun activity. And I said to them, okay, well, all, let's all sit together. And my and boss looked at me and said, Oh no, they won't. They won't move from their seats. And there's a lot of them had autism, and they were very set, and they didn't want to sit near each other. So my whole plan went right, out the window, right, right. and I realised then how little I knew. Yeah, and it's. I mean, we've talked about it a lot. The three of us that are in this job have zero training. Yeah. Uh, no, no training whatsoever. Yeah. Um, why is that, do you think? Why, why, I'm not, I know why we don't have any training, yeah. but how does a school go, here you go, here's your team? Yeah. 
None of you have experience or any training? Oh, yeah. you have experience, but... I didn't originally, though. No. Like, I, I don't know. But I've worked with people with training, yeah. and I don't know that they did any right. better job than what we do. Yeah. I think it's about being the right kind of personality right. to do it. Yeah. So you can know, and, and you and I both know this, you can know all the textbook yeah. stuff. It still doesn't prepare you for what it's actually like on the ground. No, and it's the textbook is fine, but it's very individual. Yes. More individual than any job I've yeah. done as a teacher. It's like, how many students do you have? They're, are in the, they're all independent yeah. Yeah. caseloads. How do you... Well, what's, a, what's a, a valuable lesson do you think you've learned in dealing with students with all different kinds of needs? Um, maybe just slow down. Right. Just that not everything has to be done, you know, now. Yeah. And actually, you've taught me that a yeah. lot too. We, we sort of bounce things <laughs> between us, Yeah, you know? yeah. When we get frazzled, yeah, it's the same advice we give to each other. Yeah. We forget it. Like, just slow down and you don't have to fix everything. Yes. And then next week I'll be frazzled and you'll be like, you know, just slow down. And I'll be like, oh, yeah. that's, that's good advice. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, yeah, slow down. And I think they're just, they're, all the students we deal with are just people. Yeah. You know, that they're not, they might have an additional need, but they're not, that doesn't make them any more well can be challenging to deal with but they're still people yeah and i think that yeah and you work with people and you and you meet people where you go oh that's an interesting character trait that you have or that's awkward but you can't you don't go well i'm not going to deal with it no you have to just (laughs) deal deal with with it it. and you get to deal with some pretty (laughs) crazy stuff yeah um yeah i've in the short time I've worked in this area, I've seen things I never thought I would see or do have to deal with. Yeah. Can you yeah. give an example? Yeah. Without well, naming names, obviously. Without naming names. So in yeah. my first um, year, at, well, I was case manager for the first semester and um, I had a, a student who uh, exposed himself to another student in the front foyer of the college. Right. And... Which was, I'd never had to deal with anything like that before. And it was traumatic for the student. It was traumatic for the other student. And it was traumatic for me because I had to tell the parent. And she was actually a great parent. And she taught me a lot about how to to work with that kind of thing. But it was like, what? I'm I'm an English teacher. I analyse books. I don't talk to students about not pulling down their pants. Like... (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So that, and yeah, all sorts of very funny, yeah, lots of fun things, I think, too. So, how, I mean, probably more challenging thing is dealing with students who are heightened. Yes. Who are, I mean, we, we have students who might have an intellectual impairment, but we yep. also have students who are suffering from anxiety and depression. So, their levels of heightened or the heightened states can be very draining. On us, yes. How do you how do you cope with that? Like, what? How do you? Are you good at winding down at the end of the day if you had oh. to deal with that, or what have you oh. learnt about that? I guess. Um. Yeah, I'm still learning how to do that. I'm yeah. not so great at doing that. Um, we had a really violent incident at, at my previous college, um, and 
as a team I think we worked really well at winding down together like we we dealt with that we had kind of group um I think the directorate sent someone in and we had a group that that helped but I took a lot of that very personally right um and then I don't know I think dealing with students who are heightened certainly in the like last year was probably the thing that almost did me in in teaching like it really was one of the few if not the only times where I have thought I don't think I can do this job yeah um so I don't think I'm very good at winding down. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, I I think it's an issue with our job because mm. I feel that way once a year, it seems. Yeah. Uh, and I'm keeping an eye on around August, <laughs> certain yeah. times of the year, where uh, that's what I feel like. Oh, it's just, I'm not. What do we get out of the job? Yeah. And that's probably the hardest thing, right? Yeah. When you deal with students, I mean, apart from like when they're in crisis, the hardest thing is that because we do have a lot of students with autism or they're in there and they're 17, 18 years old. Yeah. They're in their own bubble. Very rarely do you get a sense of gratitude. Oh, yeah, or, or thanks from them and their parents. Yeah. Um, and so you sort of cling on to that, don't you? When you, you do. When you get any kind of sense of that. Yeah. And especially last year, like we worked with some students who were difficult, especially at the start of year 11. And that... Yeah. reward was the formal yeah it was going to the formal and that was the reward two years is yeah. you get a couple of hours yeah. at the end where you're like oh look how look how far these students come yeah and I think you get that reward when they really don't need you anymore mm. and and they might mm-hmm. show that by not even whereas I guess when I taught more in more in mainstream classes, I'd get that reward because students would often come up at the end of the year and say thank you, yeah, um, and acknowledge what you had done. Whereas I find with some of the students now, you don't get that. No. But when they don't need you anymore, that is the reward. Yeah. Isn't that like that? Yeah. Yeah, where the yeah. parents are message you usually happens yeah. that last semester of Year Twelve, where the parents are like, "What's going on?" Yes. You haven't let me know what's happening. And you say, yeah, well, everything's going well and they're, they are taking care of things themselves. Yeah. That's, it's it's easy for us to let go of, but yeah. I find it's interesting to watch the parents yes. who have been intensive, had to be intensively yeah. involved with their child's like learning for 13 years, get to a point where the child's like, oh, no, I took care of that. Yeah. You know, and, and the and the parents that we have who say, can you... Oh, they told me that they've done it. Oh, yes. Can you double check? Can you go, yeah, no, they've, they've done it. Or can you... They've got this problem. Can you see their teacher? And then yeah. you go to the teacher and they're like, oh, no, that student has come to see me already. Oh, I love that. And you're like, that's yeah. awesome. But the parent's still not willing to believe it, I guess. Yeah. Because it's... I don't know. I've, I What I've found is the surprising thing at teaching at a college is just how much students mature in those two years we kind of think seven to ten yeah. is a big mature by the time they get to college they're mature but it's really interesting across all the students i've taught that those two years these two years it doesn't matter who the student is there's a level of i don't know do they learn a bit of self-control do you think yeah maybe and yeah maybe it's that kind of facing that there's a future without school right helps 
or doesn't help. Yeah. Because that's scary too. It is scary, isn't it? Yeah. It's a it's a fun second semester for most students. Yeah. Yeah. Where they can't wait to leave and yeah. they are terrified of. Yeah, <laughs> of and because what did what's next? Yeah. What's next? Yeah, everything's been organized. Yeah. Timetable. The thing they hate. It's institutionalised, really. It's yeah. pr- pretty problematic. Yeah. <laughs> they get institutionalised into... I get told when my lunch and when my breaks are and what class I go to and I have all the... My roles are just following what I'm meant to do. Yeah, exactly. And then, oh, then what, what happens next? Yeah. Well, who's, who's going to tell me what to do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I, I don't know when that or how long that's a struggle for. A lot of ex-students, I get them to give advice to current students... And they all say the same thing, like, yeah. oh, when you leave, it's great. Yeah. But none of the students really believe it. The year 12s are always the same level of anxiety. And then they leave and they're like, oh, it's way better. Yeah. School sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they realise. All right. Yeah. Well, I wanted just to go over, we wanted to, I wanted to go back into your past. Oh. Well, I guess we start with the present. Because yes. at the moment, we're <laughs> working with your husband. How bizarre is that? <laughs> it's... Well, is it bizarre? I was going to ask you. That's my first thing I wrote down here. Was like, what's it like working with your with your with your partner, with your husband? Uh, look, it's been. I've liked it. Mm-hmm. It's been really nice because we're working in the same like in the same faculty, but we're not yeah. doing the same thing. So I think that helps um, because we spend a lot of time together outside of school, particularly now the kids are older. So it's probably good to have a little bit of space, <laughs> but. <laughs> It's been nice just to have someone to talk to on the way into work yeah. and have a coffee with, and so I really liked that. Yeah. It's been funny to get his impressions right, right. of people he's heard me talk about. Oh, that's home. that's interesting. Um, yeah. So his insight has been quite interesting. Yeah. Um, and it's been hard to see him feel. I I can see that he's not confident. Right. And yet I know how just from years of being with him and seeing him um, or hearing about him teach from other people yeah. that he has so much to offer but he is clearly has clearly felt very unsure it yeah. hasn't it's been hard to teach something that he's not that is not trained, not in. trained in yeah um, so I guess I'm constantly being at the cheer squad right. and I'm not used to seeing him like that right uncertain yeah so is he your cheer squad as well oh always right yeah always um <laughs> and he and and probably he's been really good been really positive about things that he sees me do yeah like or sees me with the kids at school and he goes oh that's nice to see you in your element kind of dealing with things like that so yeah he's but he's always been he's always been your cheer he has oh well, that's nice yeah. so i wanted to go back because you have a, a a very strange well not strange let's say unusual <laughs> we do story of how you met uh-huh. and how do I word this and what you did yes <laughs> soon after we did. meeting so am I right you were was it in your late 20s or early I 30s I would have been I was in my early 30s right. maybe I was 30 or 31 yeah so Dave was in his late 20s mm-hmm. um and you were you both teaching we were both teaching and but we'd never um, taught at the same school. We'd had a funny, we realised afterwards, we've had two in times prior to when we actually met where we could have met, right? Um, but didn't. The first one's probably, it would have been very bizarre because I did my first 
crack at Charmwood High. Right. Um, where Dave was a student, but he, I think, must have he was he wasn't there, so he had right. maybe gone to year eleven, but actually taught some of his friends. I didn't know that at the time, right. of course, because I didn't know Dave for many many years, uh, twenty years after or something. So there was that where kind of it's like sliding doors That's or something, right, yeah. and then the job that he ended up in at Canberra High was a job I had gone for on transfer mm-hmm. round, and he then got the job that I went for. So there was another kind of moment. <laughs> yeah. But we actually, I met him at a trivia night um, because there'd been a terrible earthquake or I think in India and they were doing a fundraiser. Yeah. So I met him there. Yeah. Um, and literally, it's really corny, but I did see him across, across the crowded, crowded room. room. And he kept smiling at me. So I thought initially, do I know him? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I would be like. Yeah. Oh, do I know that? Who's that person over there? Why does he keep smiling at me? (laughs) (laughs) That's how we met. Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah, and then you met him. I met him. And then we, well, we kind of crossed paths and didn't, not much happened. We're both pretty shy and silly in situations like that. But we had a mutual friend. Right. Who set us up. Um, So the three of us went out for dinner. Which was a disaster. Yeah. Um, Wow. That, That person... Must have been doing a lot of heavy lifting on that. Yeah, so we both thought, I just thought that Dave was actually interested in right, her. Right, of course. And yeah. so I left early. So then Dave thought I wasn't interested in oh, him. God, it was like, yes. Oh, God, yes. well, useless. <laughs> um, but we did finally manage to um, go out together after. So we met in April. Yeah. And... Then we had a big gap because there was Easter and the holidays and things. But we then did finally manage to to go out together yeah. and yeah, hit it off very quickly. Yeah, very quickly. Very quickly, <laughs> yeah. And so then, what happened? Like in the space of was you'll have to tell me the exact timing of oh, it. Oh, yeah. So I think we probably started. Where, so where, it, if you're listening to this, wherever you think the story's going, <laughs> it's a surprise. <laughs> we started. Dating, I guess, in May. <laughs> um, we bought a townhouse together in July. Okay. <laughs> and then we got engaged in August. So, like, I that I don't know what that is. You hear stories like, oh, we met, we fell in love, and we got engaged within like weeks. Yeah. This whirlwind romance, but the the buying a house, I guess, it's the same kind of thing, right? It's yeah. the same like we're. The commitment, but yeah. how? Where? How did that happen? How did, like you said, all right, we're together. This is great. Yeah. There's a house on the market. Let's buy uh, it. Or yeah, it was even less organised than that. We, and it's funny because we are, and you've seen us, and and you know me, and you've worked with Dave before. Yeah. We're both pretty indecisive people. Right, right, right. Um, but with this, <laughs> apparently we, not. We just knew. <laughs> right. So we were. I was looking to buy a place. Um, I had been saving up right. and I thought it's time I get a place. And so Dave came with me and I right. was realising I couldn't afford anything. Um, so it was over Hungry Jacks. I remember sitting by the lake and Dave said to me, what if we bought something together? Hmm. And we probably, like realistically, had been seeing each other for five or six weeks. Like right. really, if that. And it was just like, what a great idea. Hmm. Um we, I just knew. Yeah, you just, it's hard to, oh. students always ask, like, how do you, like, how did yeah. you know, 
Now, I... Yeah, Justine and I, we went out, but I was going overseas. So we were only really going out for a month and then I left. And it was kind of like, well, in the future, when I come back from England, I'll I'll see if she's single. And if she is, then I'll ask her out again. That's what in my head I thought. But even in that, after that four weeks, if someone had said, do you think you would like get married? Or I've predicted your future and you will get married and have kids with this person. Yeah. I would have been like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. You just know. Mm. I think I'd had a really difficult relationship for a long time before I met Dave. Then I had a couple of years by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I met Dave and it was just easy. Yes. It just felt natural and easy. And I can remember waking up. It's really bizarre. I woke up one morning. Um, I was sharing a place with a friend because I was saving money. And I thought, I feel really strange. This is sounds really dumb but I felt I feel really strange and I thought I'm, I'm happy yeah. yeah and that was it was like a light bulb moment mm-hmm. that this is what it feels to be happy yeah which is kind of it's a little bit sad because I thought wow I don't think I've ever felt but I just it's, it's felt relaxed like right yeah. it's it's, yeah. A, it's content it's, yes contents it, yeah it, it's that again it's, I've taught romance and I usually yeah. teach it in a very you know, cynical way when I teach at the year 12s, hate it, but they always, you know, I like to get teachers to come in and tell their stories. And, yeah. Um, but that's the question that we're like, how do you know and all that? And it's the same thing. It's when you are in a relationship that's not great, you're constantly thinking about them as in a way of how do I keep them happy? How yes. do I change myself? Yes. Am I doing this? Am I doing the right thing? Or yeah. what can I do to make them happy? Yeah. And then... I mean, it's just how it was with Justine and I. It was yeah. just like, let's just hang out and watch Seinfeld and yeah, you can be yourself and just be yourself. Yeah, yeah. and that's and yeah. they're that they are being themselves. Yeah. yeah, it's it's easy. I I said to Justine very early on, I was like, you're like the best parts of all my friends just yeah. rolled into one person, and that's what I say to you, twelve. Yeah, that's what you should be looking for. Someone who makes you feel as comfortable as your friends do. To be yourself and be open. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and you want to kiss them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that... you have that added bonus. Yeah, yeah, you have that bonus. Yeah. But that's what it leads to, right? This, like, does. Oh, I'm relaxed and yeah. content. Huh. Yeah. I don't know why we, why uh, students never, they don't quite believe it. Yeah. Because that's part of the way when I teach romance is well, you've been sold this idea that it should be dramatic. Yes. And passion. Yeah. And fury and and tears and yeah. worry and stress and that and I had that and yes, I had I that, had that for too. ten years right. and it was hell yeah it's exhausting hell. and it was awful yeah. and it's and it's awful for the people around you who are watching you go through that who don't understand why you can't let it go yeah it's awful um but you keep I uh, you keep thinking when you're in that oh no this will get better yeah I just need to if do I can this just thing. do yes. this right yeah. I'm not doing it right. Yes. That's, that's what it comes yeah. down to, right? It's... And then you meet the right person and it's like you're just yourself. Yeah. And, you know, Dave and I have been married 20 years this year. There was one person who apparently when we got engaged expressed concern. Huh. It wasn't a family member, but um, someone I worked with apparently said to someone else, oh, I think it's happening a bit too, too fast. Too fast, right. Um, but no one else ever questioned it. I think everyone around us you can tell, us right? could just tell yeah. they're fine. 
Um, <laughs> and we are fine. He's still my favourite person to spend time with. Yeah, it's very nice uh, as a like a relationship guidance. Yeah. And I think it's nice for young teachers or people, teachers who are single or teachers who are, that we work with who are young or recently married yeah. to see how you and Dave are together and how you go out for coffee like every day yeah. together where it's not like, are you coming for a coffee? Yeah. It's let's go and get a coffee and you can tell... Like, you can just tell. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Like I think I really like spending time with him. Yeah. And um, and I like other people getting to see what he's like. And, um, yeah, it's... He yeah. is very shy, isn't he? He's yeah, a, he really is. I wonder... And he's I don't, a very unassuming person. It's, it's been interesting because I, I my first teaching in Canberra was with him. Yes. And he wasn't unassuming because it was in like his world. Yes. So I was on I was the shy one and unsure of myself and whether I yeah. could teach in Canberra and all this stuff and it's been interesting seeing that. Cuz you'd be seeing him now like that. Yeah, now he and you're now the... he's asking me like, "Yeah, where, 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 where yeah. is this and what do I It's very odd yeah. in my head cuz that was 16 years ago yeah. now. And he has really good memories of that because it was such a fun oh, time. Oh, it was great. It was yeah. a great way to come to Canberra. Um, yeah. We played like <laughs> we played cricket in the hallways at the end of the day. It's like so that's cool. my dream come true. There was a TV in the in the um, staff room when the cricket was on, when the oh, test was on, and there was like, <laughs> at least four or five people in there who like had yeah. you know similar interests. So yeah, it was a nice. That was a really welcoming place to start. Yeah. Well, um, he's got through a lot of this by using your the thing that you taught me yeah. which is that you borrow from your your confidence from your future self yeah so you've said some very wise things that i then have taken home at different points and he keeps going oh, well i can't do it now but i know i will be able to do it yeah. so yeah. um that's been really helpful yeah. yeah it's it's that's hard though it's hard yeah. you've got to have the experience to know that i guess yeah. don't you you've got to yeah. be able to go well you know I've started lots of things. It's like this job. When, yeah. when we start, we're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And you're the same as me and our boss is the same yeah. as us where we think everyone thinks we're hopeless. Yes. They're all looking at us and thinking, oh my God, they're out of their depth. Yeah. Yeah. And no, one, no one's thinking that. No. <laughs> People are busy thinking about, thinking about themselves. The, yeah, they're thinking, everyone's <laughs> thinking, oh my God, I'm out of my depth. Yeah. And everyone's yeah. looking and judging me. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's pretty difficult. Yeah. I don't know. We prop each other up as we much do. as we can, don't we? Yeah, we do. So you, I still can't believe you bought a house like within, <laughs> you know, three yeah. weeks or whatever it was. Oh yeah, we did everything quickly. We got, we bought the house, got engaged, got married the following year, had a baby the following year after that, yeah. had another one straight after that, just bang, bang, bang. So now we've got the rest of our lives to slow down. Yeah. It's interesting that I always rem- like think of that where you lose contact with people and then you see them like four years later and yeah. all of that's happened in that yeah. time and they're completely different people. Yeah. Uh, or they're, you know, living a completely different life. Yeah. It's, it's like happens just so fast, doesn't it? Crazy. So I want to just ask, you are retiring yes. at the end of next year. I oh, am. Yeah. You got a countdown clock happening? I haven't. I'm counting in terms at the moment. Right. So what have I got? Three, well, seven terms, but yeah. I'll probably take one off long service leave. That sounds pretty Six nice. Six terms. Six terms. Six terms. I have to come back at the start of the year after because I have to be working yeah, on my right. 
55th birthday. Oh, really? So I could come in for cake. Yep. For birthday and retirement, and then I will leave. So, that's quite young. Yay! For <laughs> yeah, and no yeah. one's—I've never seen anyone so happy with that thought. You're yeah. an inspiration to me. It's <laughs> maybe I could retire at 55. Yeah, you can. Yeah, and then it's—oh, that's not far away. That's exciting. You're young. My wife tells me we're going to play golf when we retire. Oh. I'm so excited about that. <laughs> can we speed up time? I yeah. can't wait to get old. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to retire. Um, so that's quite young. And, and yeah. as we say, like teachers are usually terrible at retiring. Yeah. The amount of teachers who retire and then they, they're here again next, oh, yeah. the next year, either working or filling in for people. And yeah. So what, why, why so young? Karen? Okay, so a couple of reasons. Both of my parents, well, my father, dad died when he was 50. Mm-hmm. Just died suddenly of a heart attack. Right. He was obviously still working. He was on the job when he died. Um, he what did he a, do? What did he he do? was an electrical linesman. Right. Um, he had a fairly full-on life. He yeah. liked to drink and a smoke. So, but I guess at the time I did. He was fifty, and I I was twenty, and I thought, oh, he's quite old. Oh yes, that's you right. You know, I mean, I was devastated, but I thought he's fifty. Yeah, he's had a, had a good run. Um, yeah. because you have no concept mm. of age at that age. Everyone seems old. Yeah. Then. Um, you can't really imagine what that would be like to no. be 50 when you're 20. No. You're so far away. So far away. Then in 2009, my mum died and she was 65 mm-hmm. um, and she was still working. Yeah. Uh, she, had, she was a nurse, uh, a nursing sister, and she just had worked so hard all her life. Every memory I have of her. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was a great mum and that, but was is her working. And she um, didn't have a lot, didn't have a lot of money because everything she had she gave to us, like my sister and, and me, and and she worked until she died. Yeah. And I just do not want to be that person who works until I die. Yeah. So I, I really like my job, mm-hmm. but I really like my life more, if that makes sense. Like I, So yeah, I just want to have a life that's not teaching. Yeah. Like I've been Sounds teaching nice. since I was twenty-two, yeah. And and I really like it, and I want to leave it while I still like it, and I want to do something else. Yeah. I don't want to be my mum or my dad. So, what do you think? Do you have any ideas yeah. of what you would do as something else? I don't know. I won't come back to teaching, and I can say that because actually, to access my super at fifty-five, I can't come back. To teaching. Oh, is that right? Um, well, you can, but you can only earn a tiny amount of money. Right. Um, but I will be in the good position of not needing to have to earn money. Like I'll, right. but I'll probably do something. I love animals. I'd like to do something with animals. Mm-hmm. I'd be happy to maybe still do something within the disability area. Yeah. Um, but what that is, I don't know. Um, so I don't really know what I'll do. Yeah. I'll probably do something, but I won't. Come back to a school. No. You know, I, yeah, I won't. It's very exciting. It is. I'm so excited. <laughs> but I'm, I'm a bit nervous, but last year when I took that term off, it was about seeing, will I be okay? How yeah. do I cope when I'm not at work? Uh, I'll cope fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine. Yeah, I think I'll be okay. 
So what was it like coming back after taking a term? Oh, that was hard. Yeah, because that's really 14 weeks, right? It's, yeah. You have two weeks, then a 10-week term, yeah. and then another two weeks. That was hard. That's a long time. Yeah. And it's, a, you know, and I don't know if you've had this before, but it's a little bit humbling because you also realise that you're replaceable. Yeah. So that's quite, it's like, yeah, people might go, oh, yeah, it was, it's nice to have you back. But everyone else is okay when you're not there. Yeah, yeah. It did um, the, the train keeps on rolling, it? does. It? So that's a bit humbling, but... And it's because there's that part of you that thinks I want everyone to go, oh, it's terrible while you weren't here. We The school yes. failed. And everything <laughs> fell apart. Everything fell apart, um, yes. We didn't know where anything was. Yeah. But in a way, that's how it should... It should be okay when you're not there because that means that the stuff yeah. you've done when you were there has been fine. Yeah. It didn't... You left it so it could keep going that's and right. people keep going. And, um, yeah, I, I think... Yeah, I don't know. I've had a, a a long time teaching. I've really enjoyed it, but it's got so hard. Yeah, the admin and the oh, it's crazy. So yeah, I'm looking forward to doing something else. So uh, teachers like to complain about admin, but what is this admin that we always complain about? What is this extra stuff that you've seen that oh. sort of takes you away from the actual classroom? Okay, you know. Um, Dave and I talked about this yesterday, and I think a lot of it went downhill in terms of the, the workload. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I'm going to sound really old when I say this. Once we got computers, because before we had computers in schools, yeah. uh, you'd go to a morning tea, someone would stand up and give you the, you know, so-and-so's been suspended, mm-hmm. um, this is happening, P, there's PE excursion on Friday, and then you could go back and do your job. Yeah. Because there was no way... To pass on, you had to actually talk to people. Yeah. Uh, so we were inundated with information. So computers have been great, like they've made so much better in teaching in lots of ways, but you are constantly available. Yeah. And so it's just the, it's all the, the emails, the, this is coming up, could you complete this form, do that. I think it's that. So you just feel hounded all the time. Mm. Yeah, there's never an empty inbox. There's no, never a no. discussion of, you know, and every year I do the same thing. I'm like, oh, remember when I used to do that thing where I'd turn off my emails and check them once in the morning, once at yeah. the middle of the day and once at the end of the day. And then I forget. And then, like you said, it keeps popping up. Oh, there's a little notification. Better check that. But yeah. if you just leave it and you check it once, twice, three times a day, you're not hounded. No. And you can say, oh, that's not important. Oh, oh, oh you know what? I missed that. They yeah. wanted me to do it in an hour and I didn't, so... But you're right. We used to get the daily notices. Yes, the daily notices. You'd be notices. in your little pigeonhole. I forgot that. In your pigeonhole, yes. And you'd go to your pastoral care class or whatever it was yes. called and you would read it to the students and then on the back it would have the teacher information oh, and you would read yes. that and that would be it for the day. That was done. And it felt done. And then yes. you could go and do your job. Yeah. Um, so... You know, I, I think, oh, I sound so old, but I do think that that was, it was, well, it was different. It was, there yes. was, a, it was a different, yeah. and we talked to each other more because you had to. Yeah. Um, I mean, having said that, emails are great for someone like me who hates the phone. Yeah, and, I'm the same. So, so I complain about it, but I, I'd rather send an email often than talk to certain people. But, um, yeah, that, I think that's made it. Right. It's just that you're constantly available. Oh, yeah, and you're tied to your desk. Yeah. With yeah. yeah. Anytime you can move away from your desk to eat dinner or eat lunch or whatever yeah. And, yeah. and have a break, that's always a better day than when you're just 
you know, it can be very frantic, can't it? Yeah. Um, and especially when, we, you know, we, like I said, we have these students who can be heightened and we know there are certain times in the year where it seems like, oh, this yeah. week, everyone's decided to be heightened. Yeah. And then it's just, you, yeah, wipe you out. At the end of the it day, does. you get sort of spat out, right? And you're yeah. Like, oh, it's the end of the day. And then you've got to go home and deal with your own kids. And you've yes. got younger kids. <coughs> that's hard. I think the last year it's been like the last year where it's been easier yeah my eldest has just hit year eight and there's a bit more self-awareness to her of that but it's still she is so demanding and i i hopefully have got better at that because what would happen was yeah you know in demand all day yeah and then you go home and i have one daughter who is very demanding and the other one who would be happy if i Checked in on her every three hours. Yeah. Bought her a plate of food. Yeah. But the eldest, Violet, is always constantly telling me, dumping information and yeah. dumping feelings. And at the end of the day, you just sometimes you just say, okay, just give me some time. Yeah. Because sometimes I know I'll be in my room and I'll hear her coming and I'm like, oh no. Yeah. My shoulders get all tense and then she just comes in and dumps all the stuff. Yeah. I've had it. Yeah, yeah. So that's hard. But do you think... Because I think having kids made me a better teacher. Absolutely. Because all of it, I then now go, they're kids. Yes. I have an understanding that I didn't have. I think what it, more than anything, it taught me a, the parents' perspective. Ah, uh, yep. Which I didn't have. Yeah. So when they, as soon as they're born, the perspective of teaching changed for me. Yeah. As in level of importance. Yes. Oh, I've been staying here till six o'clock every day planning the greatest lessons they were the best probably the best teaching that i was doing was before i had kids and then you're like nope i gotta get out of here at this time yeah i'm my family's way more important Uh, because i always listened to people who would you know when principals get up at the start of the year and they talk about work-life balance yeah i always thought i'm gonna do that that's my goal yeah and then you do it and people are like what you're leaving very early. Oh. You're like, sorry. Yeah. I had someone say to me once and I was really offended. You're so good at leaving on time. Yeah. And I was really offended because I, and, but I also, I had to say to her, it's because I have kids waiting for me if yeah. I don't pick them up from school. Yeah. You know, they're five and six or whatever they were at the time. So I have to be good at leaving. Yeah. But I did a lot of work at home. Yeah. And, you yeah, know, that's what you have to do. Teaching's always a, um, I've always felt it's a bit of a, competition for who works the hardest yes um that's something i won't miss that no that i mean i don't feel it in our absolutely team, not but i've certainly felt it yeah where time. people are keeping an eye on who's leaving oh, and yes. what time people arrive who cares who cares as long as you can do as long as you do your job yeah. it doesn't matter how you do it well i used to have several run-ins with certain teachers where they would say that and i would say okay and then we'd come to reports time and oh you're you're behind on your reports <laughs> yeah. are you cool yeah and yet you stay here yes like two hours longer every day yeah. that doesn't mean that you're more productive so, necessarily and i think that's the the difference was having kids made me more efficient yes because you can't fuck around no uh before i had kids i, I didn't get any work done until everyone left because yeah. you're just chatting yeah let's talk about this i'll oh, get distracted talk about whatever play cricket in the corridor for yeah. example you know exactly yes but as soon as you have kids, I was like, no, nah, I, I don't have time for this. If everyone's having a chat, I'm out. I'll go yeah. and find a quiet space. 
Yeah. Get it, get it all done, and then go home. Yeah. And hopefully not do work at home. Yeah, but. and now my kids don't. I mean, they they still need me a lot, but they're more <laughs> independent. Yeah. Um, I like to get my work done at work so I can go home and have my life. Yeah. So I can go for my afternoon coffee. I can go for a walk. I can yeah. look at the shops. I don't have to be thinking about school all the time. Yeah. Yeah, That's it's good. It's that availability. We've talked yes. about that as well. Is yeah. that when we see people where we think they're available. Yes. When we email them we think they're available. Yeah. We bump into them in the corridor, they're available. They're available. And we need to be able to say, No, which we can't do, we're not no. good at that. But to say, No, sorry. Yeah. Not available. I'm yeah. in front of you, but I'm not here right now. Yeah. Yeah. We need bigger bigger headphones. That's a really good point actually, because you if you're visible you're available. Yeah. But and that's to yeah. the students, that's to other teachers. Yeah. It's to parents. Support staff. You know. Everyone. We're in the staff room, the phone rings, like like we said. Yeah. We need to get on the phone and then turn around and say, hello, are you available to take this call? Yeah. Because that's what it is. It's like, oh, yeah, they're right here. And then you get a phone and you're like, there's a crisis. Yeah. And there goes your whole... Yeah. <laughs> your plan is just thrown out the window. Yeah. yeah it's It can be... It's very draining. So, yes. I'm going to finish... Um, by asking you a question, I'm going to ask uh, everyone, I think, okay. from now on. When do you feel most you? When, when's your, what's your time? What's oh. your... When I feel most me? Oh, that's such a good question. Mm. Oh, probably when I'm... I'm going to sound like an absolute fruitcake when I hear this back. I just know. When I'm watching birds, yeah, I love birds. Yeah. I think I'm going to become a crazy bird lady. <laughs> and I talk to them and I'm fascinated by their behaviours. I mean, yeah. I love animals, but birds particularly lately. That's me. Yeah. That's me not trying to be right. the people pleaser or the, um, you know, super teacher or the most efficient at stuff it's just me being me yeah hanging out hanging out a bit childish chatting with the birds chatting with the birds the other birds always happy i don't know i put i think i think birds have pretty cool life i've decided i love birds uh-huh. even the feral birds like the what are they those ones that that are meant to be they hang around here i can't remember they're a pest whatever they are they're no, a pest no. bird like the bin chicken ones? The, oh, I love ones? them. <laughs> but I I mean, magpies are my favourite. But yeah, just just chilling like just that. Just hanging out with birds. I mean, I should have said something really like about spending time with Dave. No. And I can be myself. But but me... No, that's just need. Be, that's yeah. a, there's a need there. When yeah. you, any kind of relationship has a need. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah just doing that. I, I feel happy. I'm... Yeah. I talk out loud to them. I'm... I talk to myself. You know that. I talk to myself all the yeah. time anyway, so... You're a good good hummer. I always like oh, to oh, hear, terrible. try and pick the songs that you're, yeah. you're singing. I'm a, good range. I think I'm becoming... I've become quite eccentric. Um, I take eccentric over normal anyway. Yeah, but I'm a bit quirky and I laugh at other people's quirks and go, oh, and then I think, I've got plenty of my own, actually. We all have. We all have, yeah. Yeah. All right, thanks, K-Rock. Thank you. And that's it. Sorry, I rambled. No, that's the point. It's fun talking about stuff. 